Long time no see from the morning side of things, although this isn't at 4am or 5am or even 6am Although I did wake up separately at each of those times and told myself no You should go back to sleep <laughs> But um, what am I trying to say? Am I fully half asleep old auntie right now? Probably, kind of, I mean. I'm half closed eyes. We can dream a dream. Um, we can make a scene. We can try to rhyme, but I'm not gonna do it because I can't. I don't think I can. I don't think I'm capable of that <laughs> right now, but... Um, what, what should we do? What, what, what did I used to do? Did I just used to tell stories? Um, what should be done? What should be done? I have no clue. Someone give me divine intervention, divine inspiration, divine something. Maybe this is already good enough. Haha! That's the end! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, as always. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna have content. All right, let's tell a story. All right, what story am I going to tell? We're gonna tell a story about drugs. Why? Because I watched a wire video on, um, I think his name was Stefan, somebody, a writer called this is your brain on drugs and he seemed to be someone who is used to doing lsd and also all obviously researches people who've done psychedelics and etc i'm pretty a straight shooter like i don't drink that often i don't do any drugs except sugar and yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah and smoking gives me a dry throat in the sense of even just talking to people who smoke directly i mean no one would be that close to anybody in this this generation or this lifetime anymore um and then marijuana gives me a headache well the smell of it well it doesn't give me a headache i think smoke gives me a headache more than marijuana i know this is not important to your life is not the information he was talking about, but I'm telling you, weed just, okay, maybe it does give me a headache. I just don't like the smell. It really like upsets me. I know this because um, when I lived in London and back then, I think I heard London, I don't know how much you could get, but I forget, I feel like you got a small amount for like 50, 50, 50 pounds. So like it was really expensive probably illegal at the time but um you know a bunch of rich kids i wasn't one of them i just lived with these people um my, my university had a lot of rich people especially since we were all like freshmen abroad that um for a year and i lived in a dorm room for my second semester with god seven other people so we had like three suites I think that's what they called, right? I don't know. And yeah, three suits, two bathrooms, I think. Or was it three? I don't remember. But 
Um, they all did weed, and one of the roommates actually dealt weed. Like, I don't know how she became a dealer. <laughs> like, you came from America too, homie. I mean, they didn't all come from America. They all came from different places. Like, but um, she particularly, I'm like, you're American. How the fuck did you become a dealer? I mean, like, they bought it from someone, and then someone was like, here, let me help you become a dealer. Lol. Um, yeah. I just... I just, like, I was curious about it because I never, you know, I mean, when I was growing up to in high school, wow, I have a lot of experience with people dealing weed, okay? So, this is not the book because the book is about more about psychedelics, but um, in my hometown as well growing up, I, I definitely lived in the ghetto and if you know, like, you'll know that if you listen to any of the other ones and to some degree, this was this is before California legalized marijuana, and um, but growing up, like it was the ghetto area, and for me, I don't care about weed, what you do with it in your life, but don't bother me about it. Like I don't want to be bothered. And the thing is, like there were these neighbors that lived in the other apartment building actually not this apartment building that i lived in and but they always went behind my apartment building window my window to deal to deal weed to sell weed and it was so fucking annoying because here i am like studying for ap's at like 11 p.m or 12 a.m or doing essays and all i or like trying to sleep <laughs> And all I hear is people talking because they are hanging out there selling and, you know, like hanging out there. And it was so fucking annoying. Like there were times I wanted to open my window because they were kids my age. They were high schoolers. I just wanted to open my window and be like, homie, like I want to sleep. I want to sleep. But there's a, you know. There are repercussions to confronting people in my neighborhood because some, you know, like half these people are gangbangers and, um, you know, this is a neighborhood where homicides happen. Like, it's really funny because there is this, uh, it's funny to me just because, like, there is this new, like, high intensity, you know, um, like elementary school. It was, you know, those ones that popped up near the end of my generation of, like, high school and stuff, but they're all, like, so when your children enter this kind of preschool elementary they are like wired focused to entering the best universities like berkeley <laughs> holler to the last midnight trashy reads berkeley like ucla like all of those schools like they would have the banners there too and before that got open but it was already being built and it was really small like they put it in a corner but right across that corner literally like there's a there's that street the corner with the school and then there's a corner and then there's a residential area that was pretty nice but this was still around my neighborhood and right before that opened someone got shot on a hit and run like on a drive-by and there's, it's just so funny because there's like, it's funny because, you know, the, the school opens and there's these flowers on the other corner right across because people are honoring that person that got shot and died. <laughs> and I'm just like, ooh, this is safe <laughs> for these children. Um, but I mean, obviously, because 
now that there's an elementary school, there's probably going to be police going down this way. So technically, I mean, quote unquote, police or whatever, but I mean, conceptually safer, uh, but I mean, in that same time frame where that elementary was opening, I do remember, oh, and this was such an explicit memory. I guess this is about gangbangers now, but um, so I live near this area. My apartment building was near this area where there's an open space and um, and I just recall like using the computer in the other room, not the one I sleep in. And I was just working, I think I was literally working on an application or maybe a college application or something. I was looking out the window just to do like relax and I see someone running across because there's a fence that um, divides um, the back area of my apartment building. So there's like a row of these apartment buildings and then there's the open area. Okay, and so someone's running across but like in the back of the apartment buildings. I'm like, oh, and you know, he, 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 I'm not gonna judge, definitely kind of looks like a gangbanger. And I'm like, okay. And then after him is like a bunch of, a bunch of like teenagers, looking teenagers at least, or they just look young, I don't know, running across both the back area of the apartment buildings and the open area. They're just running across the other way. I'm like, what's going on? I don't know. And then I hear them running and then um, I hear a gunshot, but I don't know. It's hard to tell, like, cause you hear it all the time. It's either a gunshot or a, fryer a firecracker that, that, that turns on a car alarm. Like it just happens like every night. <laughs> so you're just like, what is it? Is it a car alarm? I mean, is it like a firework? Is it a gunshot? God knows. I mean, sometimes I ask my father because he used to be in the war. I'm like, is that a gunshot or firecracker? And my dad's like, hmm. either way, you okay well <laughs> i don't know what he responds that with but um and then so like down the street it was reported later in the news that someone got stabbed or shot so you know my area is not that far from the new uh, the um elementary school that was being built at that time so i was just like wow look they're like in this zone of homicides <laughs> it was really funny conceptually but obviously sad overall because you know you know people get into to those to those gangs for different reasons and honestly like i grew up like like you know these people you know these people that are in gangs like they're not mean like if you don't antagonize them not mean sometimes they holler at you which is weird i'm just like why are you talking to me and especially when i was growing up i was just like i am unattractive also like what <laughs> also like what <laughs> um i mean now i know i'm like fully an amazing person but anyways um they're just like people you grew up with and people you knew like elementary school as well but um they just went different ways in life and there's nothing you can do about it at especially being the pure person you are you're not like a savior but um what was i gonna say oh yeah so these people i didn't even know these people i swear like either they were younger than me or older than me i think they might have been slightly younger than me but i don't recall seeing them at school um and the people who were dealing weed in my backyard either they could have been older than me and um like they graduated or they, they were like older than high school and like dropped out or something i don't even know but um yeah they got they were dealing it was really annoying and 
So like I live in this type of neighborhood where you don't necessarily confront people because I know there was this time that the neighbor above me had confronted somebody, I think, about something because overall we were all like the two apartment buildings in my area were kind of annoyed with this group, to be honest, just because they like they brought in more sketchy people and the backer that they went in was was people's parking space as well. So like it was annoying because there were just sketchy people coming in to buy things and um i mean there were other reasons like that this other event happened like there was another event there's a multiple events in my lifetime there are probably more events now but i don't live there anymore right now obviously um and but the, t the you know one of the neighbors who uh, lived above us who moved but they were like good friends with my family they were this mexican family above us which is um that we got along which is rare because um the the apartment building and the that would like was above us was always changing and we would like my parents used to like hate all of them because they were too loud or something <laughs> but they were always nice but like to my my parents were always nice but sometimes our relationship is rocky with the people above us but this family we really liked i remember i even liked them and they confronted them a bit, like someone. And then I recall that my my parents were like, oh, yeah, the next weekend or something, their windows got broken. So you just have to watch out for that. You know, I remember when I was a kid as well, someone also threw a rock in our window, too. But I think we didn't do anything. It was literally just the neighborhood. But um, yeah. Anyway, so you don't really confront them, even though I really wanted to, because they were kids my age, and I heard their intimate conversations of posturing, and probably not posturing, but in my brain, they're all posturing, because I haven't, I don't have to deal with them yet, you know? Um, um, but yeah, they were annoying. I'm not gonna lie. I don't care if you do marijuana. I do not care, and I honestly, obviously don't agree with keeping, putting people of color into jail for marijuana but you have to understand why people get annoyed with them <laughs> like i was really annoyed and it wasn't just me it was my entire apartment building and the, the apartment building that was in front of us as well because we all had to deal with it we shared the same parking spaces and the sketchy people came okay at all times not only just at nighttime but i'm trying to justify it but it's really true and the thing that helped us was when um there were cops that were going undercover they literally did go undercover they like, didn't wear suits to catch these people and i i do remember this plan it took like over a year and then because um the because we all didn't call the police on them until a year later and then the apartment building in front of us and then one of the families we knew called them because we were just sick of it and um so we called them and then they came undercover and they knew about this group too and yeah they did catch some and some did run away but then the after that family in the apartment building other apartment building that ha that was involved which i didn't explicitly know at the time uh, but my parents knew they didn't tell me um but then they told like we obviously found out later is that they actually ended up moving too just okay i guess 
But yeah, I mean, for me, it was a huge relief because then I could sleep and then I didn't have to deal with these sketchy people. My family didn't have to deal with the sketchy people because then if we upset them, we don't know what would have happened, you know? Like, you can't say anything to these people because you don't know who they're associated with, like what gang they were associated with. So it was like a lot of layers. And of course, like, I don't, I don't, I think especially now that marijuana is legalized, yeah, you should. Um let them go and let them off on a lighter sentence um but they i think there is needs to be some understanding of like how difficult you know like they it was for to some degree i mean for me yeah that's the most annoying part yeah i mean annoying and also dangerous because like i said we could never confront them they had this whole control over our area that was supposed to be a shared area between two whole apartment buildings just because we we couldn't confront them because they were probably associated to a gang. So it was like a whole gang systematic issue as well. Yeah. Anyways, that's my story. But the guy on the, on the psychedelics one, right? So I don't know. I don't know a lot about psychedelics. And I never knew the purpose of them. Um, other than people going to <laughs> like parties and going on psychedelics. Or going to, um, what are they? Um, what are they called? What are they called? Just like AD, ADM, EDM, EDM like concerts and going on psychedelics, right? <laughs> like passing around psychedelics. That's what I heard. Like, if people you're at a party, people will just pass around like LSD and you know, like take if you want or something or shrooms or something. Yeah. So that's what I heard after when I talked to one of my old um, high school friends that was like associated to all these other people and all their their experiences um at the time but yeah anyway so he was saying he was talking about all these um interesting concepts i never knew that like i mean there's some magic to lsd and taking it in a in a safe amount with a guided experience is what he recommended and saying how like lsd has the research behind it has really shown to help people like cancer patients to face mortality before their death and really help them let go and give them that release and relief and also like help people with PTSD and people with addictions like apparently one of um, a philosopher that he referenced said that LSD would do something like it's like a snow snow globe effect where you shake it up and front with the LSD or uh, any psychedelic or the specific psychedelic that they're using and they shake it up and then when the snow resettles it resettles in a different way in your your brain so your whole patterns are broken so you know addictions like smoking and um drinking um that's really helped with these LSD kind of like um guided LSD like taking I guess I don't know how to speak but because then um the snow resettles and your patterns get broken and it helps you with that so I was like this is so interesting because I never knew what capacity we could use drugs and like because it is so controversial and for me I don't know a lot about drugs because I'm not interested in it but in my experience that I feel like I guess it's not so bad if it has a 
you know, used for people, but obviously it's still a lot, very controversial. And, but the thing he was saying that he thinks in the next 10 to five years, there could be a, um, because the research is just opening up so much. And I feel like with the research and this dialogue opening up so much to the degree, even I accept it. And I'm pretty like straight shooter, but obviously I don't judge people for different things. But for me, like, I just don't think there's a necessity for things. Um, but obviously listening to this research, research, research made me realize, you know, just because I don't know it, which is the whole point of empathy, right? Just because I don't know it or experience it doesn't mean it doesn't have helpful points to people. And that's a good reason. And he was saying the projection of like five to 10 years with this research and etc. that, you know, we could be seeing um, it being opened up more publicly in the sense of more acceptance for it because there was such a stigmatization, stigmatization with the 60s with being so rightfully chaotic at the time with its use. But right now, um, it's so highly effective with dealing with mental health and depression and etc. Um, with the research slowly was showing that like over the years in the past and, and continuing that it could be very helpful considering mental 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 health is one of the biggest issues um to this day um in modern time and it's true because one in five people will have issues with mental health is what he said and i definitely see it because i i tell you myself that i maybe i don't tell you but i am definitely a, a more depressed type of person and just something i learned to deal with my entire life but you know, I'm living with it and it's fine in the sense of like, you know, you live with it and it's okay. But I don't know if I'd be open to LSD, maybe in like a guided session, but like if it was like for research purposes. But I, I was looking in the comments, someone being like, I never thought about it, but I would be open to trying it once in a guided situation. And then the other comments were saying like, that's a little difficult because like in their one of the person's experience in the UK or something when they did it in a research lab it was very like difficult because the bright lights really like I guess are intense and then you're surrounded by someone you don't know and I guess other people were recommending them to do it like at home or with some with like friends around you because then they can give you that support and conversation as well because there's certain psychedelics as well that allow for you to have a more like grounded control where you can have a discussion with other people as well and it's really interesting to listen to like how these different psychedelics work in different ways but he was also saying like we there's it's a fascinating it's fascinating how much we still don't know about the brain to be perfectly honest so it's it's and how like this really affects you in your brain but it has been proven to help a lot of people with depression mental health addictions and um that's like well, I mean, like, that's the biggest thing we're fighting against in this world, this modern world, which is so, which is something I always like to talk about, like, what, who did, who said it, like, fruit or somebody, or some psychologist is talking about how, um, as we, like, proceed in this modern world, and our concerns for survival, which used to just be, um, food and shelter and, like, water, and how we used to compound our, how, how to focus we used to focus all our mental and physical energy into that and so we but but then like as we proceeded from hunter-gatherers to this modern world where we live in these cities these new age where everything comes easily we make things harder on ourselves because we made it easier as well because then now we created new problems and the new problems being depression anxiety mental health issues 
etc so i'm also just thinking like yes i'm hopeful for this i'm like okay good if this helps people with mental health but i'm also thinking this is us creating a solution like we did before with survival and etc and technology and the technology is increasing and speed and etc but the speed is making us anxious because of the amount of information around us um but then so like all these solutions created more problems so i'm also thinking if we create because if we if you put this um, psychedelics as a new solution what problems will be made you know like i'm kind of like hopeful but i'm also like ooh, knowing how this works in life and humanity kind of like wonder what is gonna happen but i mean there's always gonna be new problems we're gonna create because we're making everything more complicated as we go right just like as we go into this vr world and we go into this world where we never leave our homes well partially because we, we can't now but also like what implications what solutions will we make to complicate the issues <laughs> you know what i'm saying like how we're doing remote teaching to make things easier on us and and etc but what is it doing for people's mental health and interaction with people and changing how we view interactions with people as well like that's just one of the examples as obviously but you get what i'm trying to say hopefully and that's my, um, I guess, just kind of morning rants at this point on drugs, <laughs> on drugs, gangs, gang bangers, and just mental health in general. Wow, was that informative at all? Well, you can definitely look it up, like the Wired video. It's probably, um, I think his name is Stefan, maybe I'm wrong, I'm probably wrong, but you can look it up. It's just like, if you just look up um, Wired and um, this is my brain, this is your brain or like head on, brain on drugs or something, I don't know. If you type those in YouTube, you'll probably find it. And yeah, that should be it. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this is interesting. And if you liked it, well, like share it and other people listen to it or you know just follow and just continue listening and that's all i can ask and this time for real thanks as always for listening